Welcome to the Tech Today podcast powered by CEO Raider. It's your host, John Mayetta. Visit us online at ceoraider.com. Rate your company, rate your CEO. Visit us at techtoday.com for the latest in capital markets and technology-related news. And subscribe to our YouTube channel, the CEO Raider YouTube channel. We put our CEO Raider and Tech Today content in video form, or at least most of it, at our CEO Raider YouTube channel. So subscribe to that. And the most recent article we wrote at Tech Today, which was published early this morning, titled Investors Sharpen Your Pencils, summarizes a lot of our thoughts around what we expect to happen over the next few months. Links to a number of the different articles and podcasts that we've published over the past several weeks around the market, specifically around this rally that we've had since the late March low. And we think it's a fool's rally. We think that the April earnings calls and July earnings calls for the March in June quarters, respectively, are going to test investors' convictions. Those investors that jumped into this rally with both feet will see how much they believe in their positions because I can't think of a stitch of good news that, I, that I've seen, whether it's related to the COVID virus itself or business fundamentals. Of course, the two are intertwined. But everything I've seen has been negative. And I, I don't know mathematically how you can justify a V recovery, given the Trump administration's guidance around the three-phase approach that they want to take with respect to reopening the economy. And granted, the, the, the governor is going to have discretion, but there's some strong guidance out there. And so what you're going to see is a, a, a patchwork recovery that's going to vary by major metro area, that's going to vary by company, by industry. And so I think what you're going to see in this March quarter is going to look a lot like the pre-announced results that we've had for some companies. I, I think James Gorman at Morgan Stanley said it well, where you know, soft March quarter, obviously the, the June quarter is just going to be awful. You know, the June quarter, everything's been closed and we may see some of the economy reopen for portion, the, you know, the, the tag end of the June quarter, but there's not going to be a rebound, an immediate rebound. You know, as we've said previously, who's to say that if we open a particular restaurant tomorrow, there's no way it's going to be at capacity. And what you're going to see is a lot of the banks that lend to these mom and pop and small chain restaurants and smaller hotel operations and such, is, uh, particularly as it relates to the restaurants, they're going to be asked to recon uh, reconfigure their business model. So if they rely exclusively on, and we've heard this from the banks, so if a restaurant's, you know, to date, if they generate 100% of their revenue from tabletop turns, they're going to have to find another source of revenue, whether it's delivery, which a lot of them have done, e-commerce, you know, prepared meals, markets, Maybe they have uh, they allocate a portion of their space to market operations where they carry non-perishable goods that can also be uh, shipped via uh, e-commerce. So whether it's a liquor store using a service like Drizzly for e-commerce or it's a number of mom and pops in smaller chains getting together and creating a shared e-commerce platform, which makes a lot of sense so they can scale. You're going to see a number of these businesses re reconfigure their operations so that they get more favorable loan, loan terms or so that they simply that they may qualify for loans. In addition, you know, we haven't seen yet anything in the way of significant defaults or bankruptcies with respect to these small businesses and hotels and such. And as it relates to small business, you, 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 you trust me, you will see, despite the SBA loan relief, you will see uh, a fair number of defaults. And I know this because I've seen it in the past, and this go-around looks very similar to what I've seen in the past, particularly with respect to high-yield-type credits, tanning salons, tarot card readers, mom-and-pop restaurants that are a one-off, that aren't particularly differentiated, like a, a, a pizza operation, for example. Those are high-yield credits. 
And what you've had this go around is these high yield credits have been packaged as as high grade offerings, something called the whole business loan, where they've these operations have basically offered their entire business as collateral. And those loans have been packaged as, as high grade offerings. And so if you look at the underlying security, they're very risky. And so for sure you're gonna see defaults. To to add to the small business mess, we potentially have another tranche of around two hundred and fifty billion coming down to small business. And that the three hundred and fifty, the initial tranche, the initial three hundred and fifty billion hasn't been fully absorbed by small business. You know, we wrote about that earlier. We've linked to it in the investor sharpen your pencil article that I'll link to in this in the show notes here. It's a processing nightmare between the SBA, which is a bottleneck, which isn't staffed up, which doesn't have the technology infrastructure, despite the partnerships with Intuit, Square, and, uh, and PayPal. And so the banks haven't fully processed that which they've received, and uh, what the banks have received hasn't been fully, fully distributed to uh, the small business recipients. You're going to hear about, I'm sure, use cases, well, not use cases, but cases where banks have written checks to businesses that, in the meantime, had, had closed for business filed for chapter 11 chapter 7 and that's going to have to get unwound so it's going to be a nightmare and there's going to be a lot of horror stories coming out of coming out of this this fallout so call me dr doom but i'm not the only one i guess short interest is at an all-time high that the s p 500 trust was at 68.1 billion of short interest last week which is the highest level since january 16. which makes sense i mean even if you look back to the march the late march low march 23rd thereabouts you know, that low was basically a level that we last saw in October of 2019. It wasn't exactly a, a, a cheap valuations across the board at that March low. You know, because if you remember, we had that spike, particularly with technology names, in the November or February time period, where names just lifted for no reason. I mean, we had a, you know decent earnings calls, but nothing that would justify that, that, that run-up that we had. So even at the March lows, we're at October levels, which weren't weren't cheap by historical standards. So I believe it will for sure retest the lows and maybe set some some new lows. The process starts this earnings season in April, probably goes right through the, the June quarter call. You'd expect the June quarter to be awful and not sure that people are going to have much more visibility in June. Summer's historically slow, so what's going to be the next catalyst for positive news? It's, it's probably some months out. So buckle up, brace yourselves, make sure to subscribe to the CEO Raider YouTube channel. It's all for now. See you next time.